open. You'll be joining us for breakfast, Miss Nora. It's just about ready. I'm not very hungry. I, I think I might be coming down with something. <coughs> but thank you, though. I'll see you later. Alright. Well, I'll be doing some work in the main compartment this morning if you need me. Don't hesitate to ask. I will. See you later. Not joining us for breakfast, is she? I'm afraid not, no. I haven't seen much of her since we first met, come to think of it. <laughs> You're telling me. I haven't seen her at all and it's been, what, three days? I'm starting to think that she's avoiding me. I'm sure it's nothing against you. Hope not. Anyway, you're doing today's delivery, right? Yes, I am. New York, 1930s. I always enjoy the early 1900s. That is because you're a man. I hate the early 1900s. The outfits are a pain. And the way they treat women? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I suppose you're right. Though, there was that time... Just shut up already. God, fine. Time to get up, I guess. Alright, focus. It's been roughly 72 hours since you ended up on this fast-moving train to nowhere. The long half-life of your last dose ended about six hours ago. <sighs> Fuck. Withdrawal symptoms are starting to set in more violently. Without treatment, it should take about three months for these to fade, and then I'm on the way. I can't do this. I can't, I can't, I can't. If only I wasn't stuck here. What was that? Are you sure you're all right in there? <laughs> What's the matter, miss? Are, are, you, are you hurt? I, I, I'm okay. It's just... Uh, oh, never mind, it's nothing. It doesn't seem like nothing, miss. It's... It's hard to talk about. Well, if you don't want to talk about it, that is all right. But like I told you earlier, if you need anything, you can ask. I, I, I take antidepressants every day, but I didn't have any on me when I came aboard, and I don't know how I'm going to function without them. I know it sounds stupid. No, on the contrary. I don't think we have any aboard the train, but don't worry, we'll figure something out. You're a scientist, after all. You solve problems and find solutions. It's what you do. <laughs> I mean, thanks, but... I'm not a wizard. I can't make a prescription appear out of thin air unless you unless you know someone who can forge one. I'll have to make do without. Okay, I have an idea. Come with me. I guess this day can't really get any worse, right? What is this place? 
<laughs> this, my dear, is the wardrobe. We have clothes from every era we might visit here. If you can name a fashion movement from the invention of trains onwards, we have it. I mean, it's very impressive and all, but why bring me here? Well, if you're going to go back in time, you'll need to dress accordingly. What's your size? You're taking me with you? Indeed I am. Hmm, I think this should fit you. Would you be so kind as to go put this on in the changing room here? Oh, not this coat too. How did you know my size? This fits perfectly. <laughs> let's just say fashion is one of my hobbies. Now, let's see, if I may. Let's close the coat and add this hat. There. Now you look ready to step out into the 1930s. Is that where we're going, is it? Man, someone really needs to teach that guy to stop doing that. Man, I didn't realise the Great Depression would be so... Depressing? Well, the name has to come from somewhere. Still, it's a lot different seeing it in person. That it is. History's never what you expect before you see it for yourself, I've found. Anyway, what are we doing here exactly? Well, we're doing two things. The people who stepped off the train along with us are doing a delivery, and we are going to solve your problem. You see that sign over there? Uh-huh. It's a lab, owned by a friend of mine. You should find what you need there. Yeah, no offence, buddy, but my meds aren't going to be invented for another 40 years. Ah, I don't think they're in. Well, I suppose they won't mind if you use their equipment for an hour or two. Hang on. What would we need all this stuff for? Oh! Oh, I get it. You want me to make my own meds. I was wondering when you'd figure it out. Come, I think the lab coats are this way. How come your friend has all this stuff in this time period anyway? Are they a time traveller too? Oh no. Dr. March is just someone who helped us once, so we gave them some materials we had on hand in return. They're very nice, but... how to put it... not interested in chemistry in the slightest. So they haven't made any use of what they have here. A pity, really. You give someone things that won't be discovered for a century and they don't know how to appreciate them. Typical. Well, regardless, their lab coat is a lot cleaner than mine. That alone is impressive. You're not very good at keeping yours clean? Nope. I'm a bit of a disaster, really, but most scientists are. You don't work in labs with stuff everywhere without knocking over a few things. Speaking of which, if I accidentally break something in your friend's lab, I was never here. <laughs> right, I'll keep that in mind. Right, if I remember what I read correctly, this has a molecular weight of 342.7, so I should be able to synthesize it if I add C12 and N2 to this, and then... Can you pass me that beaker here? Yes, certainly. Thanks. So, what does this all mean, in English? Well, it's been a while since I've read about this, so I'm a little rusty, but essentially I'm trying to achieve the molecule known as C17H17C12N, and hope it fixes my brain. I mean... Not fix exactly, just... That'd be nice if it did. Just make me a more functional person. Oh, God, I'm sorry, I'm rambling. I get really into this stuff. No, 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 no. Please continue. It's nice to see you enjoying yourself. 
I think this might be the first time I've seen you smile now that I think about it. I, uh, I'm sorry, miss. I, I didn't mean to make you uncomfortable. You didn't. It's just... I don't know if that's even a thing where, or I guess when you come from, but I have severe depression, you know? Yes, I'm quite familiar with what depression is. Sure, of course, but it's not just that. In theory, it's all about being sad and staying in bed, but I also have a hard time in new environments. I like routine. It's boring, but my brain short circuits otherwise, and I say I've had more than my fair share of surprises lately. This this is familiar. It's what I know. I'm not good at being a person, but I'm great at measuring and synthesizing chemicals. Science is maybe the only constant in my life, so yeah, I feel a lot better right now. I understand. I'm really sorry it's been such a whirlwind these past few days. Would regularly doing science help you feel better in the long run? I guess it would, yeah. Well then, I suppose I could take you with me when I leave the train, and you could take some samples. We don't have a lab on board at present, but I'll have a word with a colleague and figure something out. How does that sound? That... that would be amazing. Thank you. No need to thank me for anything. It's the least I can do, given that you're stuck on my train. Still, it means a lot. What's that? Just the pager we use to communicate when we're in this time period. I see. I need it back on the train, I'm afraid. That's all right. I'm nearly done anyway. I just have to finish writing down the formula so I can leave it here. You're leaving it here? I figured I might as well help someone, even if your friend isn't a chemist. Don't worry. I've got a copy for me as well, so I'll be able to replicate it when we set the lab up on board. Hmm. Very well, then. Ah, good. You're here. I've got a delivery here where the person we were supposed to give it to wasn't there. What do you think we should do? What happened to the recipient? He died last year, so we're too late. Fucking early 1900s records are never as accurate as I'd like them to be, so the room for error is huge. Right, so we go back to last year and stop it. It's a simple there and back trip. We could, but it'd be risky. The guy was unlucky and was one of the few cases of tuberculosis that year. Figuring out how to get the vaccine in him before it happens would be a headache and a half. I see. Let's do plan B, then. You sure? We haven't used that before. I don't like it either, but it's a lot easier than the other options. Are you good to go over the details with whoever you send? Sure. I'll also make adjustments to the schedule to allow us to check back at some point. Wonderful. <coughs> um, Not to interrupt whatever this is, because it sounds really important, but I'm here too. Of course you are. How rude of me. I forget you two haven't been introduced yet. Miss Nora, this is Val. She handles a lot of the mechanical side of things here. Val, you've heard about Nora. Yeah, how could I forget? It's nice to meet you, Nora. Good to see a new face around here. Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't expect your hand to be so... Cold? Mechanical? Uh, yeah. It's jarring, right? I have a metal arm. You'd think they'd have perfected the tech to make it a normal temperature by now, but nope. Still cold. I'm... I'm sorry if I freaked you out. 
No, 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 it's really cool, actually. I've just never met anyone with one before. And I've never met anyone with worse luck than you, either. But what do you know? Val, be nice to our guest. All right, Dad. Anyway, again, it was really nice to meet you, but I have to go and deal with our... situation. Hopefully I'll see more of you later. Did she just wink at me? I don't mind Val. She can be a little... well, not exactly standoffish, but she likes to mess with people is all. I'm sure I'll be fine. Yeah, well, if she gives you any trouble, you let me know. Anyway, shall we see about setting up that lab? I'd love that. It's not much, but we don't tend to use this room a lot. It's meant to be the infirmary, but our personnel don't get sick often, so it's mostly empty. People might come in for bandages from time to time, but you should mostly be left to your own devices. This... this is actually amazing. I've never had my own lab before. Wait, really? Well, funding isn't exactly good enough for everyone at my job to have their own lab. I'm finally going to be able to work without colleagues pestering me. Oh, well, I'm glad you like it, miss. I have one more thing for you. What's that? It's a dictaphone, so you can record your findings. You mentioned feeling lonely when we were walking back, so I thought this might help you. I don't know what to say. You're being too kind to me. It's nothing, really. I should check on Val, so I'll leave you to your lab. Right. I still have to figure out how this thing works, but I think it's on. Anyway... I think this has been the first day where I haven't wanted to scream every five minutes, so that's good, right? (laughs) I still can't believe this is all happening, but I'm not complaining. I can do science without having to work with my ex, and uh, that's always a bonus. I, um, I don't know what to make of that girl Val yet. She looks like she could break both of my legs, which, oh god, I hope no one ever listens to this. It's kind of hot. Ugh, right. Less of being a useless lesbian, more work. I still have to find a way to take the antidepressants I made without being able to make pills. Uh, where's the off button on this thing? Oh, right. So, how did it go? I sent Barry, since he's from New York and he can blend in better. We'll check back in with him in... uh, six stops? What about you, though? Everything go as planned? Oh, yes. Everything is going marvellously as planned. The 1237 is written and produced by Alma Rodadrill and licensed under a non-commercial Creative Commons share-alike license. This episode featured Nancy Ashcroft as Nora, 
Harry Whitaker as Wheeler, and I'm a Robert Drill as Val. To keep up with train times, you can follow us at 1237pod on Twitter, or visit 1237pod.com. And if you like what we do, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash 1237pod.